Okay. Three, two. <laughs> oh, okay. Three, two, one. Hey, y'all. I'm Connor. And I'm Sarah. And welcome back to another week of Sarcastic But Serious. Aren't you proud of us that we're back and not taking another H word? And if you don't know what I'm referring to, fake fans, go listen to last week's episode. Um, But this week, uh, me and Sarah had a plan. And now we're just kind of um, winging it. We're not following the spreadsheet we kind of made. So bear with us and send good vibes that this episode goes well. But like every week, let is like, wait, words are hard. Like every week, let's just jump in with bops and flops. So Sarah, I'm going to let you go first. So this is like the first time I've walked in a situation I don't really have anything. Like my week was pretty like mediocre. Like nothing big happened, bad or good. Like it was like, I would say it was a solid week though. So I guess that could be a bop. Just having like a good solid week, nothing crazy happening. So yeah. Okay. I would say my bop for the week is I got a new job. So that's exciting. Look at us, you know, finally making music industry job moves, I guess. So I'm excited. I'm a little nervous, but I feel like that's just like to be expected with any job, basically, because especially in this position, I have never like worked in this role before and my boss has never had like somebody else on her team before. So we're both kind of like trying to figure this out, but she seems really cool and I'm really excited to see how it goes. Um, My flop for the week, I would say, I think my, I'm like just, I think I'm like energy is just drained like I am the definitely the type of person that I am an extrovert but I'm also an introvert aka I have anxiety um so I have seen so many people this week and I have interacted with so many people this week and like with Kendra like people were like in every single day buying like Easter gifts Mother's Day gifts all of this stuff so I have just been like talking non-stop seeing a bunch of people and it literally hit like Friday and Saturday Sarah knows this because I faced time Sarah for like two and a half hours the other night and I just like was done like being around people and I just need like a very well rested like calm week this week which I'm excited because my parents are coming to visit my aunt my cousin and my grandma so at least um I'm gonna get to see them and not have to work like over the weekend so that'll be good um but yeah just very like energy lack of energy this week due to like I don't know just having to see a bunch of people I need time to recharge my batteries drained yeah well I want you to tell the people about the monkey oh my gosh yes okay thank you for reminding me you guys the highlight of my life at Kendra Scott has happened and I think I have peaked so it was was this on sat yeah sat no Friday Friday I'm at work And it is, like, around, like, 5 o'clock. No one's really in the store. We've hit, like, a point where there's, like, a lull. And this woman and her two daughters that are around Sarah and I's age walk in. And the older woman is holding something with a blanket over it, like, on her shoulder. And I, at first, didn't really think anything of it, thinking it was just a baby. And then I hear my boss go, (gasps) and I look over, and y'all, this woman has a monkey in her arms and the monkey is wearing a diaper and a pink dress and all of us are just like don't know what to say we all have so many questions and I'm like I keep like opening my mouth to say something and then closing it because I don't know like what to say first however I wind up asking this woman like how does one acquire a monkey and she was like well I found an exotic pets like craigslist ad basically her and her two adult daughters like drove through the night um, through like a tsunami and like showed up at this parking lot of some place in the dead of night and the person she was buying the monkey from was like only one of you can get out of the car and so she like left her pistol in the car with her daughters and got out of the car with $12,000 worth of cash and she was like you know like he could have easily robbed me like I could have just lost $12,000 but she did in fact get home with the monkey um I forgot to ask the monkey's name but I didn't feel like that was the most important part of my questions was like what is the name but the monkey's wingspan is as big as mine I'm not even kidding she's 13 months old and I like 
to this day, like I'm still like very confused <laughs> about that whole interaction. But now like my boss almost said, oh my gosh, like your daughter's so cute. And I kind of wish she would have said it just to see what the woman said, like before she found out it was yes. a monkey. But y'all, it was a wild Friday afternoon at a jewelry store with a monkey right? running around town. So props to the woman, but also I'm in the camp of, I don't know why we need to have exotic pets. Yeah. You know, like, also, I, I don't I think get it. The <laughs> biggest thing is, is like with people taking pets, and I mean, this goes down to even people that have like dogs and cats with like infantilizing them. Is that the right word? And like not letting them live like their true, like authentic animal self, if that makes sense. Like they were treating it like a um, baby instead of an animal. Does oh, that make yeah, yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Because yeah, mm-hmm. they, they're kind of like the people who make their pets like instagram influencers exactly exactly like they don't get to live their true dog life because they're having to do all these things Mm -hmm. like that kind of makes me sad i mean i have a dog and i love him to pieces and i make him do weird things but not to the point of like he doesn't get to be a dog but yeah yeah i mean harley goes on walks and harley eats wet dog food because harley doesn't have teeth yeah (laughs) i know he he eats solid the dog food he doesn't like the wet dog food i don't know how he eats i'm always scared he's gonna choke but he prefers like the hard dog food pellet things Ew, Harley. Harley's had a good, speaking of Harley, we'll backtrack a little bit. This was a bop for me, I guess, just because, like I said, I am a dog mom. Not one of those, like, cringy ones. But my mom went to the dog store to get treats because he was out. And she came back with three bags, three bags of dog treats for this dog, right? Keep in mind, he weighs five pounds. He doesn't need, like, a lot of treats. And she bought him doggy Oreos. Oh. Yeah. I love that. I love that our dogs were given Easter baskets basically harley got dog Mm -hmm. oreos my parents took hopper to go get a pup cup today from starbucks um so look at them living their best lives but all in all they ultimately do deserve the best both of those dogs they keep us sane i fear (laughs) yes i agree completely but yeah i just i don't get it like exotic pets like i don't know why this woman said she was like looking for a dog at first like how do you go from dog to chimpanzee like that is a huge, huge jump. Um, but I also, like, I feel like my, like, neighbors growing up, they have a petting zoo. And, like, while that is cool, also part of me was, like, camels don't belong in a wheat field in Oklahoma. Right. Like, they just don't belong there. And same, I feel like everyone knows this, but like, Oklahoma with, like, Joe Exotic. Mm-hmm. Like, the fact that so many of us can be like, oh, my gosh, like, I went to the zoo or whatever. Or, like, I saw that before it was on Netflix. Like, that's not normal. No. And I wonder what the <laughs> influence all. of that series has had on like the exotic pet world like are more probably people getting more exotic because pets? i have a feeling it probably like encouraged people to do it if not so because they're interested in like a specific animal like species but like more so for a, like oh if like he can do it i can right. do it you know what i mean because apparently in tennessee like that was one of my coworkers asked there's no like regulation on like pets you can Mm -hmm. have and then i'm just now realizing like what if that woman lives in an apartment (gasps) like what if she doesn't have a house what if she lives in an apartment can you imagine you like get in the elevator and you look over and a woman's holding a monkey in the place that you live i would freak out also someone told me and obviously i knew this but monkeys can get very aggressive Yeah, especially when they start going through like puberty and like the mating age they get really aggressive like I don't understand. That just seems like too much work. But like all in all, like I just think that like people should not have exotic mm-hmm. pets. I kind of have an issue with like zoos that are not like for like preserving. Like, like conservation like, efforts. Yeah. Yes. Like conservation efforts. Like that is fine. But if it's just a zoo that's like for, I don't know, for people to go and like gawk at like monkeys right. and stuff through the windows. Like I don't, I don't like it. Like if you're not doing anything positive, like leave them be. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I have a big issue with the zoos too. Like if you're just going and snatching up animals to like keep them on display, that's wrong. But if mm-hmm. I get it, if like say you rescued an animal and it just like cannot live in the wild by itself and it has to be taken care of with humans. Yeah. That's a totally different ball game. So mm-hmm. I agree with that exactly but like not just for funsies i don't know wild week i kind of wish that monkey would have gotten a piece of kendra scott jewelry though that was one thing we were all very confused about at the end is they were shopping and then they were doing a birthday discount so 
Shout out to Kendra Scott for a good birthday discount. 50% off one item of fashion jewelry, 25% off our new watch collection, and 25% off one item of sterling silver or 14 karat gold. So I did my due diligence sharing that with all of you. Use that information with how you will. Um, but they're doing a birthday discount, and the monkey's owner was like, oh, wait, let me pull out the birth certificate. And all of us thought she was about to get a 50% off necklace with a monkey's birth certificate. It wasn't the monkey's. Um, but after the fact, I was like, you couldn't have really told her no, because there's nowhere in the fine print that says the birth certificate can't be for an animal. Right? Like, it says birth certificate. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you proved that the the person or thing was born on this day. So, yeah. like, that's all you have to show. So, that's I don't know. Wild. It was a wild, a wild time down in Hillsborough Village. But what can I say? Can't imagine. Was not anticipating that. <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> Um, uh, I couldn't imagine it either. And now I'm kind of nervous for like what the next thing is going to be that makes me go, you know, and like not be able yeah, to like, form One thoughts. time I was like walking through the streets of New York and somebody was just carrying like a boa constrictor. Like, I don't, I don't Absolutely know why not. weird animals just show up at the most random places. Like you would never think a monkey would be inside like a kinder Scott. Like it just doesn't match the vibe. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's weird. I know. That's. It's wild times, but hoping the monkey is well. Hope that woman is proud of her purchase. And hopefully that monkey's Other than that, living its best monkey life. Yeah. I guess also speaking of monkeys, can we talk about all the people at Coachella right now? I this I feel like Coachella is always like overhyped in the sense that it's just a bunch of influencers who are posting pictures. Mm-hmm. But I feel like this year was like a true you were able to truly compare Coachella or a lot of the people's experience to Firefest, which is kind of yeah. what I've been seeing it compared to. And I'm not going to lie, just with kind of how shady the company that runs Coachella is, I'm not mad about it. I'm not mad that it's been like a semi-dumpster fire. Do I feel bad for the people who've paid thousands of dollars to go stand in a desert for a few days? Yes. Yes, mm-hmm. I do feel bad for them because that's a financial loss. But in the grand scheme of things, I'm, I've been waiting for this to kind of like happen because they've made Coachella seem so glamorous for so many Mm -hmm. years and I'm like people are finally realizing that like you're stranded in a desert dehydrated and probably drunk for a whole weekend and there's no way that can be fun and I I was thinking about this the other day because like a lot of it I've seen on my TikTok and I was thinking about like why this year why is it this year that we're seeing a shift in like what's really going on and like the content that's being put out and I realized that there was a whole group of people that became influencers during the pandemic that had never been to Coachella and this was the first year that they were invited and so they're all getting to go and see it in Mm -hmm. person and they're like this is not what I expected because everybody that got famous during the pandemic is just now getting to live the true influencer quote-unquote lifestyle and get invited to things Mm -hmm. and so they're like what the heck I also feel like those people who built careers in like of being an influencer over the last two years, I'm gonna say are unhinged in the sec like in like I guess, like unhinged in the sense that like all bets are off. Like they're not gonna sugarcoat mm-hmm. things. They're not trying to make you think they live these glamorous lives because they built their following off being relatable or being unrelatable. But at the end of the day, you saw like the nitty gritty of just like an average day in the life kind of and so I think I agree with you I think that's why we're getting so much like authentic Coachella content this year rather than like the staged like photos Mm -hmm. and videos with like the stupid like carousel swing thing in the back and the ferris wheel like all of this stuff because I mean you follow Dom on Instagram right not anymore I don't think so Okay, she, I don't know what shoes she wore to day one Coachella, but like homegirl must have like got blisters or her feet must be really hurting because yesterday she wore like really like they look like the kind of sneakers like an older person would wear, but like a more fashionable old person. She's like, it doesn't match the vibe, but like I'm not going to have my feet be in pain if I'm going to be here all day. She posted on her Instagram story this morning. She was like, right now, she's like, I'm considering like not even going to day three. She was like, I just don't think it's like worth it. She's like, I don't want to get out of bed. Like I'm comfy and I was like man I was like she's gone for several years so like if she's even being like yeah I might not go today I'm like what is going on so is she like there just like she bought a ticket and she decided to go or is she there on some sort of like sponsorship or brand deal um 
I think she probably has some type of like sponsorship, but I don't think it's probably one that like covers like everything. Given the fact that I think she now just lives in LA Mm -hmm. again, I don't think it's like anything major, but like just her being who she is, I'm pretty sure she has like a sponsor of some kind or like a brand deal, but she's not like with like the Revolve Fest girlies who were out there struggling to get on the bus, which I think that is the funniest thing. Have you seen some of the tweets from like the like police department about what went down? the tiktoks about the people at their gosh sarah okay so basically like from what i have gathered is i guess yesterday must have been the worst out of like the weekend there were not enough buses one and i guess there are so many influencers trying to get on these few buses that like it turned into a fight almost of these like girls and guys yelling at police officers being like do you know who i am like i am important i am famous and all like literally there's a statement from a cop that was like it got to the point where i was like i don't know who the heck you guys are so like i don't even know why you're screaming at me of like saying you're important he's like if i don't know you you're not important to me oh my gosh (laughs) basically it's like what he said but i'm just like could you imagine just seeing a group of people who all have god complexes fighting to get on a like literal charter bus like nothing fancy just to get to this other party that they're being paid to go to i just think that like this weekend has really like shined a light on influencer culture and how like toxic it is because for the fact there'd be like hundreds of people all trying to say i'm more important than the other in my mind, that does not make sense because if I was in that situation, I personally would be like, okay, who looks like they're going to pass out and needs water or medical attention? They get on the bus first, yeah. you know, and then everyone else kind of like filters out after. I have a feeling if someone was going to pass out, no one would have done anything because they all were so me, 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 mm-hmm. me, instead of like trying to analyze the situation. Right. And what got me about the Revolve situation, like they were calling it like Revolve Fest or whatever, like, and that's where like all of the people yeah. that were sponsored. First of all, there was so many of them for one company but also it had people from like the victoria's secret models all the way down to like Mm -hmm. your tiktok influencers which blew my mind that they were all housed in the same facility but from what i saw on tiktok it looked like they were given two different like styles of treatment yeah so revolve fest has happened for a few years so it's like its own think of it it's like coachella Mm -hmm. And then right next door to Coachella is Revolve Fest. So you have to be invited to go to Revolve Mm. Fest. And there is different tiers of, like, how you are treated. Like, they will, like, put, like, their, like, big people with following, like, in a house. And they'll give them clothes. And they'll give them people who do their hair and Mm -hmm. makeup. But then it kind of, like... Um, trickles down like to oh like this like you're just invited to get into the festival like we're not like really gonna like help you with your housing or anything like we'll like give you some money to like go but like you aren't that important to us so there's like all of these people for this one event that's basically invite only Mm -hmm. but then like the most popular out of those invites get treated better than just the regular attendees okay cool because like the Victoria's Secret models are getting shuttled around on golf carts while everybody else was Mm -hmm. like fighting for their lives by the buses so it literally just depends on who you are and like what you get classified in as revolve like at the revolve festival or like what like they've ranked you as on like your level of importance Mm -hmm. so honestly like to solve the whole bus issue with people yelling about i'm important i'm not they should have just got revolves like event planner on the phone being like who's who who's important who's not like shipped them off that way you know But it'll be interesting to see how that is moving forward because, honestly, like, no one has had fun at Revolve Fest. Like, I have not seen one positive thing about it. And I just think it's funny that this is finally going down this way because, one, not only is Revolve, like, a company that is not, like, size inclusive, Revolve is also a company that has kind of done, like, performative activism. Mm -hmm. Revolve is a company that kind of promotes, like, a toxic culture, as we're seeing with how all of these people are like, I'm better than you, when they were literally all on the same level of importance to this company. So people are going to keep shopping there, but, like, their PR team's going to have to kind of (laughs) work overload for this to get blown over. I'm sure their crisis team is in full effect right now. Like, you know that takedown team is fighting for their life right now yeah i know good luck to them good luck besties that's also like i've never shopped at revolve i know people who Mm -hmm. do but it's just like 
I like a lot of the clothes they have, but I've just like heard like so many mixed reviews on like it as a company that I'm like, I don't think I can yeah. do it. Similarly, speaking of companies, I was like, I almost, I almost bought something on Abercrombie and Fitch Ooh. this weekend because they were having like up to like 60% off or something like that. And I've seen this one dress like all over TikTok that I'm like, that would be so cute. A girl pops up on my TikTok and I don't follow her, but like a few months ago, I think her name is Sydney. And she was doing this thing a few months ago where she had this bridesmaid's dress she had to fit into. And it was this like journey of her like getting herself to fit in this bridesmaid's mm-hmm. dress. And it wasn't like a drastic like body transformation, but maybe five or 10 pounds. Anywho, she pops up on my For You page. I'm like, oh, I haven't seen her in a while. What's she talking about? She talks about this negative experience she had with Abercrombie Um like literally like within the last like two weeks she went to abercrombie to return a pair of jeans she bought because they were too big walks in and the employee looked her up and down and says we don't carry your size (gasps) here she is a size 12 maybe a 14 which is not big no and abercrombie's been painting themselves as this like inclusive brand now right because abercrombie back in the day was like oh no we don't make clothes for fat people quite literally the statement that was made and as someone who grew up in like the height of like the abercrombie Mm -hmm. like era i can confirm they did not make clothes for fat people um i had one thing from there and it was like a zip up jacket or something and it was like it was pushing it me fitting myself in that jacket um but i was like i have to have it it's cool whatever and so i see this tiktok of this employee literally fat shaming this girl who's like my size and i was like nope not buying this because literally like nothing's been done and i'm like not another company once again being like we're gonna be inclusive we're gonna do these things to be better and then having their employees treat customers that way exactly i was like not at all. And she said in a follow-up video that like Abercrombie's like reached out to her, but she told them in this email she wrote them when they reached out that like this is not a one-time occurrence. She was like you need to go read the comments like on this video, like it's not just me, it's like everybody. Yeah. And I'm like, what the heck? It's 2022. Like we need to like yeah. get better about these things. I digress from my soapbox, I guess, but I just find all of this to be so interesting this week where I'm like not everything crashing and burning, specifically Coachella, yeah. but the one thing the one positive thing that came out of Coachella is that Billy brought out Khalid to sing Lovely. And that song, like, I don't know what it is. It just, like, makes my brain happy. And, like, I love to see them perform it live together. Mm-hmm. Like, there's one set that they did together. I don't know what festival it was back in, like, 2018 together. And I will, like, watch it on repeat. It just, like, oh, there's just something about it. It was so good. So I was happy to see them together. Billie Eilish is truly, hands down, one of the best performers. Yes. I have ever seen in my life and I will stand by this statement she is truly one of the best performers that is going to come out of this generation I'm just amazed every single time it's literally just her Phineas and maybe one other person like their drummer and like one of their music techs I'm assuming but like the fact that like you see like videos of like concerts that she's doing and you hear the entire stadium like screaming Mm -hmm. her songs back at her I I would pay big bucks to see her on her own. Um, I mean, seeing her at ACL last year was a bucket list item, like dream yeah. list item for me. So like that was amazing. But like Billie Eilish deserves all the good things. And so does Phineas and so does Khalid. But yes, everybody associated. <laughs> uh, yeah, like sometimes I'll just go back and rewatch the ACL videos of Billie and I'm just like, oh, take me back. It was so good. What a trip that was. I will say from like Coachella performance clips that I've seen, I haven't seen like a ton. Um, I did see that like Quinn um, did like part of a set with Chelsea, which was I thought was like cool because I love all of the mutual friends. Quinn 92, Chelsea Cutler, two of my favorite artists. My one big issue I have with the Coachella performances this year and it's Mr. Harry Styles. Nothing against him. Nothing against his performance. I loved his Hannah Montana inspired glittery outfit. Um, I hate that all of his little fans now are like, oh my gosh, like Shania Twain. She's so, she's so under, like, what is it? Um, underground. Like, we're so yeah. excited to know who she is. I hate that. Because they also did that to Stevie <laughs> Nicks when he became besties with her. They, oh, yes. When, oh my gosh, Stevie Nicks. I'll pr- pray for those 16-year-old girls back in the day that told me that Harry Styles escorted a grandma at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Awards. Um, But I just hate that his, like, fandom has now, like, minimized Shania Twain. 
to being the woman that Harry Styles played Coachella with. Yes. Like, it's not even, like, Shania Twain. It is just, like, that girl he brought on stage almost. And I'm, like, do we not understand, like, who she is? Like, do we need to have a music history lesson here? I do not understand at all. I, well, I do think for collaborations, I'll give him, like, a bit two thumbs up. Like, I thought that was a stellar person Mm -hmm. to bring out and, like, do a show with because, like, everyone loves Shania. Um, But I just, like, my biggest bone to pick is that, like... (laughs) His fans are acting as if, like, she did not exist without Harry. And I'm like, sisters, we have a problem if this is the mindset we're using. So I guess since we're on this topic, I'll give you my little bone to pick with the whole situation with Mr. Harry Styles at Coachella. Because he wore Mm -hmm. that, like, the feathers and then he wore the sparkly, like, was it like a leotard or jumpsuit situation underneath? Is that my TikTok has been trying to tell me that his little performance in that outfit at Coachella is going to make him the next Freddie Mercury of our generation. And if you know me and Freddie Mercury, we will not be taking that slander. (laughs) I think, like, my problem with that is, like, yes, like, Freddie Mercury is literally an icon that's going to transcend decades and generations and time. Like, everyone is going to know who he is, everyone is going to know Queen, and everyone is going to love them. I do not like that they are comparing someone from, like, another generation and saying he is the next one. Because if we're being honest, like, no one is here saying, like, Taylor Swift is the next Carol King. Right. Like, writing all these great songs. No one is saying Taylor Swift is, like, the Joni Mitchell of our generation. Like, I really hate that they're, like, kind of minimizing who, like, Freddie Mercury is. Being, like, he's being replaced. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? I don't like that statement either. Because that would be equivalent to being, like, I don't know. Like, Billie Eilish is the new of this generation. Like, she's right. not. Like, it can be, like, they can all be big deals in their own right. And they can all be big deals no matter what generation they're in. Like, no one has to get replaced or, like, minimized. Right. Exactly. I'm, like, can he just not be... Harry Styles and like you can't predict that somebody is going to transcend generations like that like nobody predicted that Freddie Mercury was still going to be as prevalent as he is today yeah I will say I do think that Harry and like One Direction too like just like the band and him like they're going to be like a band and artist people remember for forever just with how much like presence they've like taken up Mm -hmm. in people's lives if that makes sense but like I mean I just, I don't get why people have to minimize so many things to try and make it work. Like, yes, like, two big names can coexist, and yes, two big artists can make good music, but that does not mean one has to cancel out right, the other. exactly. Also, fun fact about that, I didn't know until the other day that One Direction was a legacy artist, like, under the legacy umbrella until I was having to do some research, and I was like, wow, I didn't know that. So, but Harry Styles is not, <laughs> so... But Coachella aside, what it has confirmed is that you cannot, you cannot pay me (laughs) to be in that desert. Yeah. (laughs) Um, At all. Like, it would have to be the lineup of my absolute lifetime. And that would mean multiple people would have to rise up from the dead for me to get out there. And I would have to have, like, Mm, Queen Elizabeth treatment. Because I'm not oh, going to go yes. out there and ruin my lungs and my feet for nobody. Mm-hmm. Like Exactly. I would not I would not wear festival no. wear. I would be in comfy shoes, bike shorts, t-shirts. But I would want the air-conditioned glamping yes. tent. I would want, like, cold water, like, on tap at all times. Like, it would just – it would take a lot for me to get there. And I just know that, like – I'm not. Like, I think besides, like, my dream lineup, the only way I'd be out there is if I was on, like, an artist team and they were exactly. playing. Exactly. That's Because you get it. the extended. And that's different. Because yeah. then you're not. Yeah. Because then you're not just out there and you get to, like, pop in, do your thing, and then you get to leave again. Or maybe you stay. Who knows? But, like, for funsies, like, I, I'm i not going to the desert. It's yeah. not happening. Because, like, in Billie Eilish's documentary video, like, they show, like, the backstage setup that she has, like, when she's about to play Coachella. And it looks so much fun. <laughs> Like, that would be yeah. so much fun because they're, like, like everything's mm-hmm. covered. So there's, like, and there's mm-hmm. no dirt because they put, like, tarps down and everything. So I bet that would be fun if, like you said, like, on an artist team of some sort. Yeah. So it's, like, either dream lineup or working. Yeah. But, like, I'm not going to go spend my Kendra cash no. <laughs> on California. Now, ACL, I would, I liked Austin City Limits. I did like yeah. that a lot. Um, I, I will continue to pay to go there if the lineup is good, which, like, honestly, not even if the lineup's good because we paid to go and we, we have, have no idea who's playing. We have, like, two or three more weeks before we even find out. I know. What yeah. a time. What a time. But there are some other ones that are, I guess, not smaller, but, like, less, 
elitist than Coachella that I'd like yeah. to go to. I've had friends that have done Music Midtown and they've really liked that one. I feel like Gov Ball would be fun. Yeah. Um, but like Coachella, man, this week I just like <laughs> I'm like the YouTube vlogs are not gonna salvage no. this. <laughs> have you seen the one girl on TikTok that's like the day in the life of a plus one at Revolve House. No. And she just shows, like, because she's somebody's plus one, like, one of the influencers plus one, and she's, like, not famous. Well, she kind of is because I went and looked mm-hmm. her up, and she's followed by, like, Katie Bellotti, like, that crew. So she is mm-hmm. known. But, and she's just showing, like, the BTS of, like, everything, and it's literally just people standing around taking pictures. Like, they have, like, pools and, like, things they can do, and nobody's doing them because they're mm-hmm. all just trying to shoot content. And I was like, wow, that would suck the fun. Like, me oh, and you would no. be having our best lives <laughs> when right? everybody else was just taking pictures. I know, we're just in the back of everyone's yeah. content. <laughs> like, don't mind us, face tune us yeah, out, it's okay. we're just living life. <laughs> I did, like, Remy um, Bader's TikTok, where she's, like, it's in, like, the, it's in, like, one, it's nighttime, or I think there's about to have, like, a set that's supposed to go on. She's, like, I'm at Coachella, and this man walks up behind her, he's, like, Coachella, and he's, like, in the video, and he's, like, are you just talking to yourself? And it's, like, this TikTok, and he finally, like, exits the camera and walks away, and she's, like, I, she's, like, I don't really get the hype. She was like, I'm here. That strange man just like, walked up and started talking to me. And I was like, honestly, I was like, I have a thing. There's a lot of people who went to Coachella this year that probably won't return mm-hmm. either. So it'll be an interesting one for sure. But I think Coachella was kind of like a 50% fire fest. Yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting to see how that impacts the going forward festivals with them. Or will they just act like nothing ever happened this year? I know. And also with Coachella, like, I want to know why Coachella is, like, the golden child under that company umbrella. Like, why doesn't, like, why doesn't Stagecoach get the same yeah. treatment? Like, I want to see the country girlies out there living their Revolve Fest life, you no, know? that is something that needs to be pitched because that, that yes. would be hilarious, I feel like. Or I guess, like, it can't be Revolve if we're going to get, like, true country mm-hmm. influencers. We got to get, like, Bass Pro. Did you know, see, this would be, I just learned this the other day from TikTok, that, like, the Bass Pro, like, pyramid in t- tennessee has like a whole mm-hmm. like hotel in there yeah it has a i resort. did not know that because like did you know you could sleep at mm-hmm. bass pro and you're like just kidding it's actually the lodge inside of it and i was like oh nobody told me this yeah so i do think that's an idea that we should pitch though we should. instead of revolve fest at stagecoach get like bass pro or like wrangler jeans or um like boot barn cowboy boots for everyone yeah yeah. i mean give them the same deal they have at that place on broadway here it's like three for one nice people would be set except they would have terrible feet issues after wearing those yeah like i've seen (laughs) a lot of people actually wearing like cowboy boots into coachella this year and i'm like (laughs) what (laughs) like couldn't be i know i mean like unless those boots are like broken i have no idea what's going on with that but since coachella seems to be our main topic for the day and since we both said the only way we would go to Coachella is if it was our dream lineup, who would be your three headliners? Oh, goodness. To see. I don't know. I feel like people that I listen to on a regular basis aren't like really big enough to play Coachella. Like, I can, like, even if Louis was big enough to play Coachella, I feel like it just wouldn't fit the narrative. You know what I mean? They could play, they could be smaller artists now. Like, this could be five years from now, ten years from now. Who knows if they blow up? Like, and they can be living, they can be dead. Um, Literally, all bets are off. This is just your dream okay. Coachella lineup that would actually get you to Indio or Indigo, whatever it's called, <laughs> okay. California. Well, obviously, Freddie Mercury, big Freddie Mercury gal. I feel like I have to say Louie just because it's, like, in my brand. Uh, and then the third one. At this moment, probably Billy, just because she's like a current fave. Yeah. I would say mine would be Stevie Nicks, and she would have Fleetwood Mac there with yes. her. So it'd be like a 50 50 deal. So it wouldn't be split. It would be Stevie Nicks, and then she'd be like, surprise, I brought out like my besties. And then they'd all be there, and then they'd all play, and I would just yeah. cry. Um, day two, I feel like we have to start off strong with Stevie, you know, get the, get the weekend hyped up. Day two ideally i would like again for this to be like a multi-act headlining thing but i'm gonna go with casey musgrave solid but then i'm hoping that since she's a headliner that casey does something like i don't know 
Spacey Casey would bring out Willie Nelson, bring out Dolly, um, bring out somebody to do like one mm-hmm. or two songs with. But I would want it to be mostly just Casey on her own because I love her. But then if I could like also add to that, I feel like I have like several like other people. Like I would love to see like a women, like women of like the 70s, mm-hmm. kind of like 60s to 80s era, you know, have like Carol King, Joni Mitchell, like all of these people. Then if they played, you'd have to have like Brandy Carlisle join them yeah. on stage and do all of these things. And I'm like, I have so many ideas and so many thoughts and so many opinions, but yeah. <laughs> maybe we should become like. I think I'm also planners. realizing that like my ideal Coachella festival would literally have to be every single artist. I think for me to get out there, because now as I'm going through it, I'm like, oh, I'm in my John Mayer era right now. So like, John would have to be yeah. there. But if they're playing a huge set like that, like John would be like bring the Grateful Dead. So then you'd have all these other like people there as well, and I'm just. Lots of music things going on at the moment. Yeah. But I will say, I guess that was a bop I forgot to mention. I saw John Mayer in concert <gasps> yeah. last week. And Chef's Kiss, he was amazing. I get the hype now. He is probably going to be my Spotify top five artists. Um, and this is going to kind of be a bold statement. But I think he could knock Taylor Swift out of my top <gasps> five. Unless Blondie releases something this year. Um, I have this feeling that like she's not going to be there just because I haven't listened to her mm-hmm. that much. Um, so unless she does something a little drastic before um, November or December when your Spotify rap stops, <laughs> um, it could be a it could be a big 180 from where I was the last couple yeah. of years. <laughs> okay, so this was just a thought I just had. Since we keep saying we're not going unless it's like top tier. I feel like we also have to preface that if one of us is going, the other one is going. Yeah, me and Sarah are a two for one deal on literally everything (laughs) but say that like somebody like say if our podcast was big like hypothetically we had like a big podcast following where we were getting like we don't even have to say hypothetically we manifest positive things we have the big so when our podcast is big (laughs) we have this big podcast following people are like partnership deals we're having the best time and like say are not our favorite people are playing but somebody was like because we're obviously very raw people like we tell you the truth we're like we want you to go to Coachella and just give us like your raw take on what it is and they're just like name your price and we will pay it as long as you like let us document you guys suffering at Coachella would you do it yeah yes (laughs) yes I would all for the plot line (laughs) because if they're like name your price we could say anything. It would be the cold hard truth. That's the sad yeah. part. But yeah, I like, I guess in reference to like when I say I would never, I would never pay yeah. to like willingly do this. But say in the future, someone was like, hey, I'm going to pay you to go say no more. If I work for someone one day that's like, hey, I'm playing, say no more. Like I'll right. be there just because working is a whole different perspective of it. But as a like music fan, right. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Also because I've seen pictures of like those headlining shows at Coachella and the photos give me anxiety yeah. just with how many people there are and how like compacted that gets. Mm-hmm. And I would never put myself in that situation right. to just like feel that anxiety because I feel like when we saw Jack Harlow, that was like as claustrophobic as I ever want to feel at a concert. Yeah. And what's scary is we didn't even know. And it wasn't even during, it was trying to yeah. exit. That's when it got bad. So I would not willingly pay to put myself in that mm-hmm. position. But if someone was like, we're going to pay you have some fun, I would just chill in the back of the field the right. whole time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Give my honest thoughts and just, I don't know, put a lot of sunscreen on because your girl does not tan. I'm just picturing, like, a survivor-type situation where they're, like, (laughs) us just dying in the middle of the desert in California. Oh, my gosh. And then it's, like, challenges. It's, like, oh, this festival's in California, but no gluten-free vegan options are available. What do you do? We would be living in the medic tent. (laughs) Like, genuinely, I would be spread out on the medic tent somewhere, dying. Yes, all for all for the podcast. One day, who knows? Maybe we'll do it. We can look back on this, and be like, "Wow, go little rock star!" Right. <laughs> I don't know how it happened, but it'd be iconic. But I will say, um, the thing I also found very interesting about festivals post Astro World fiasco mm-hmm. um, is how observant artists are now being. Mm-hmm. When they have large crowds. Um, I saw where is it? I'm going to butcher his last name. Dylan. Is it Manette? Minette? The kid from Grey's Anatomy with no ears that's in that band. Um, Wallace. Oh, I have no idea who you're talking about, but sure. 
Okay, the band Wallows, their lead singer, back in the day was on Grey's Anatomy and he played a kid with no ears. Anyways, Wallows was starting like, was in like maybe the middle of their set, maybe one or two songs in, and he literally stopped everything because he like saw like someone in the packed crowd that was watching them and he was like i'm not continuing until there's a medic and i get a thumbs up that everything's okay over there and literally just stopped and kind of talked but i was like me i'm like i was telling sarah before i was playing my roommate's new like vr headset game i can't see far away to save my life so like how are these people like radioing in to like all of these areas like making sure everyone's okay but i do admire that more and more people are being more cautious about like how their fans are treated and how their fans are doing at their show so like 10 out of 10 for dylan and wallows for like having good eyes out there making sure everyone's okay yeah and i feel like that's happening more with like even just regular concerts not even specifically festivals because like when Mm -hmm. we were on louis tour i think i maybe went to one maybe two shows or we didn't stop at least once at Mm -hmm. least once there's lots of times we stopped maybe like two or three times because people were yeah and like it got to a point where like they would provide water you didn't have to like if you wanted to go sessions you didn't have to pay for it. like i paid for water at one show Mm -hmm. and the rest of them they were just had cups lined up and you just go and grab a cup and drink it Man, who would have thought you'd have been doing that post twenty twenty? Right, just taking pre pre poured right. water. I mean, they were obviously like watching it, like, but still, it it was yeah. wild. But yeah, crazy. But I think that is like another interesting thing too is like seeing how people are moving forward. Like not only post like pandemic, but like post like Travis Scott incident. Like, because now it's not only, like, oh, the venue staff has to be on high alert to make sure, like, patrons are okay, but now it's also, like, artists have to be on top of it. Because if they're not, then it looks like they didn't care. And that's not the case. I mean, like, obviously, I'm not going to, like, speak on Travis Scott because, like, we all know that was his fault. Um, <laughs> but, like, for other people, like, that gets, like, difficult. But, like, props to people who are taking it seriously, yeah. you know? And that's the thing is, like, I, I was writing about an article for my internship and for a class and it was talking about how there's like a new documentary supposed to be coming out about the whole astro world situation and it just really makes me mad that people are trying to like profit off of such a big tragedy especially when like these like multi-million dollar lawsuits are still like going on it depends on who's making it for me to have like an opinion i guess if it's like travis scott making it trying to make mm-hmm. it not his fault like no bro yeah. like <laughs> you are you are not going to recover from this anytime soon but if it's like more from like an awareness standpoint like if they're doing a documentary and having people from like you know the live touring industry being like this is what we should have done better or this is what needs to be done better then i'm here for it if it's going to be like a positive kind of like educational moment but if it's just like a money grab yeah. no i don't i want think it. it must have been a money grab because i think I, I remember reading in the article that like a lot of like the victims families are really upset that it was coming out oh yeah no. so that's not good. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I also wonder with the Kardashians new show cut like that came out this week on Hulu. I like wonder if Travis is going to be like seen at all in any of this. Um, just because the clip from this week that like killed me was it's like all over TikTok, but it's Saint walks in with the iPad. Like I feel like everybody has seen this on TikTok, but he walks and he's like, mom, like you're on my iPad. And it like basically is like a link to like Kim's sex tape from back in the day and Kim is like Chloe you have to see this and the camera just pans past and he Tristan looks Thompson terrified. but you see all the life out of his eyes and I'm like that man has PTSD from this family mm-hmm. which like I mean he did put himself in yeah. that situation to have PTSD but I just thought that was so funny you just see like he's like my life flashed before my eyes he has the same look in his face that um Jimmy Fallon did when he was like I have RuPaul um the drag queen like on the show and rupaul is like drag queen and you see jimmy's <laughs> yeah. face just like he's like my career is over and then he's like i'm the queen of drag but like it's the yeah. same face and it's like the face of a man who's like i effed yeah. up <laughs> yeah i personally just like i don't know i have a lot to say on that topic but i won't about travis scott and the Kardashians still supporting that man. I I mean, I have a lot of opinions on the Kardashian family. I have seen bits and pieces of, like, their new show, but I'm probably not going to watch it. Which, like, I feel like that is, like, so odd for me to think about. Because there was a time in my life where every Sunday night, my mom and I watched the Kardashians <laughs> together. Like, literally from the beginning. Like, season one <laughs> up until... Yeah, we watched, like, season one all the way up until I left for college. That's wild. 
yeah, it's a wild time. And now that I'm just kind of like, eh, whatever. But I will say one positive thing about that family. Didn't think I'd say this one. I think Kim and Pete are really freaking cute. (laughs) They crack me up because it just blows my mind. I think they're freaking cute and I'm here for it and I want them both to be happy. (laughs) Yeah. What's crazy to me is that like also on like relationships you never thought would happen out of them like Courtney and Travis, the other Travis, isn't his name Travis? Travis Barker. It's like I saw a video of him like actually talking and like hearing his voice for the first time today and it makes sense that they're together. Like, but it's mm-hmm. still, like, from the outside, it looks weird. But, like, when you hear him talk, like, his yeah. personality is like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, it's just, like, I, for so long, wanted Courtney and Scott to end up together. And, like, part of me still does. But it's, like, I feel like I've gotten older where I'm, like, no, like, that's just toxic. Like, you shouldn't want them together. Right. So, like I'm saying, like, I love Kim and Pete. I think they're cute. I like that it was kind of a curveball. Like, none of us expected that. Same with, like, Courtney and Travis. Like, I think that Courtney finally deserves to be happy, and it looks like Travis makes her very happy, Mm -hmm. so that's good. I think Scott needs to go to therapy if he's not already there, but... (laughs) Homeboy needs some help. Sarah, you're going on a road Mm -hmm. trip. Car A, Kendall Jenner and Gigi Hadid and Bella Hadid. Car B, Courtney Kardashian, Addison Rae, Megan Fox... Mm -hmm. Car C, Chloe Kardashian. Um, it might just be Chloe because I don't know who Chloe's friends are. So it's Car C, Chloe. Yeah. Um, Car D, Kim, and um, Paris Hilton. That's a tough one. My first thought was Car A, just because I really like um, Bella Hadid. I think she's cool, and also I could get mm-hmm. the Zayn T if I was in that car. But I've also just been a big Chloe fan. Like, I mean, I don't really like the Kardashians, but out of my, like, all of them, Chloe was always my favorite. And I feel mm-hmm. like it'd be the most low key car to be in. Yeah. Well, that's also because she's the only one in there at the moment because we don't even know who Chloe's friends yeah. are. She's friends with those twins, her little friends, you know? Malika yeah. and her sister. But I mean, like, that's not fun. <laughs> because like i i guess like in my mind like i obviously malika and her sister do stuff but, like i only know who they are because i watched like yeah. the kardashians you know what i mean whereas like everybody else like has their own kind of right whereas path. the twins are just famous adjacent <laughs> pretty much yeah. yeah so i guess oh lol also sorry kylie car e um kylie I don't even know who Kylie can get thrown in with Chloe because I don't know who Kylie's friends are either. I knew Jordan, but they're not friends anymore. That's for sure. Oh, goodness. Um, I'd probably still stay in car A then. I was going to say I'd probably pick car A as well um, just because I – I feel like Kendall Jenner is just like not like not in a mean way that's gonna sound mean it's not supposed to she's kind of like a stick in the mud for the family you know what I mean she stays in her lane besides her badly done commercials which is a whole other topic but like she stays in her lane does her little modeling thing dates her NBA boyfriend walks her dog that's about it you know what I mean so I feel like it'd be very calm I also feel like the music vibes in that car would be really good for a road trip yeah yeah but I yeah I really feel like Kendall not to be mean to her it would just be kind of boring to be around or who knows maybe she has a personality and she just takes a second to get to know but like i said she just stays in her lane we don't know much about her love that for her (laughs) but i think the hadid sisters would be fun to hang out with yeah i think so too i like that we're two for one deal we're in the car on our road trip (laughs) on our way to coachella Coachella. oh gosh (laughs) but since we are close to an hour of Coachella chat oh my gosh Coachella chat that's the episode yes. title right there done now if I forget when I like pro like when I set this up it's I've said it it's happening that's the title um I feel like now is a great time to jump in to 10 out of 10 would recommends and I'm also gonna let you go first for this one because I'm not prepared I <laughs> am not either yeah okay (laughs) good love this for us um i'm like looking around my room i'm like is there anything that i'm seeing that is like notable um oh i have one if you want me to go since you're still thinking oh okay so i started drinking um a greens powder and it has a probiotic because i have like a skin condition that and it really starts to get bad in like the summertime that's besides the point of the greens powder but i started taking it because um I saw a bunch of people talking about on TikTok, like, if you drink your greens powder, it'll, like, stop with, like, so much bloating. 
And I was kind of skeptical because, mm-hmm. like, some people, like, obviously on TikTok lie or they're just, like, want you to buy something. But, no, it's really helped with, like, bloating and everything. I drink it, like, every morning. And it's, like, the first greens mm-hmm. powder that I can get down without, like, choking because um, it's, like, flavorless. So I just mix it with something. So I 10 out of 10 recommend getting something like okay. that. What kind did you get? I wouldn't say the brand is, like, Simply Living or something. It's, like, $14 at Walmart okay. for, like, 30 servings, which is gotcha. not bad at all. Okay, because my roommate, um, Bridget, she started doing the greens powder thing, and she's doing the one that, like, is all over, like, TikTok and stuff, the AG1, Mm, Um, and she's liked it so far. Like, she's had no complaints, so that's cool. I've considered it. I just, like, feel like as, like, as up until this weekend, I was on, like, supplement talk, gut talk, all of these things, and then it was, like, Friday rolled around, nope, I'm on Coachella exclusive only talk. Like, that's where I'm at. But I love yeah. that. I'm glad that it's, like, a greens powder that's not, like, terrible. Because in my mind, I'm just, like, I don't know how you're going to make that edible. But yeah, okay. it's, like, truly, like, I've tried multiple different greens powders in the past. And, like, especially the Arbonne one literally made me throw up. But, so this is the first one that I can, like, take and, like, not want my soul to leave my body. <laughs> so. Just hearing you say Arbonne, I'm, like, fun facts about me and Sarah. We were once in an MLM. <laughs> We were, but we are now out. We realize it's false, and we were happy to chat about that one day if you guys would like. Yeah. I also feel like it's very anticlimactic. Did, were we hashtag girl bosses? No. no. Did we make no. money? No. Were we addicted to fizz yes. sticks? Yes, we were. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm really trying to think of, like, my 10 out of 10. I, I don't think I've done anything or, like, used anything new this week to, like, I guess, like, need a 10 out of 10 um I'm literally trying to like look around my room and I don't know why I'm doing that because my six by six bedroom is not doing anything for me um yeah I don't think I have a 10 out of 10 this week um I take that back actually I do have one um 10 out of 10 I mentioned it before John Mayer concert 10 out of 10 it was really good I finally have listened to like his entire discography and he's very talented. So a 10 out of 10 for John. But like a 9 out of 10 for John because the sweatshirt I ordered after I decided I liked the concert enough to get merch, I got an email today saying it's on pre-order when it didn't tell me that on the website. So I'm not going to get this sweatshirt for like <gasps> six to eight oh, weeks. That's so sad. <laughs> and I'm like, well, at least it'll be here by fall. Is it a crew neck? <laughs> oh, we love yeah. good crew neck. That's also something about us is we yes. are big crew neck gals. Oh. Um, but yeah, it's a crew neck. It's really cute. It has this little like music note dude on Aww. it. Um, and it's it's cute. I liked it a lot. And so I was like, oh, I have to get it now. So John Mayer, thanks for taking my money um, twice in one week. <laughs> Hope you come back to Nashville and we'll actually play the song I wanted to Ooh, hear. So maybe next yeah. time. But yeah, my one song that I love and it's like his best song ever. He didn't even play it. I feel like that's how it normally goes. Yeah. He played the song my friend Sophia really wanted to hear, though. And so, like, that, like, that cancels out my not hearing that song just because knowing that the song she wanted was played, mm-hmm. I'm yeah, fine with it. For sure. So, wow. Not many 10 out of 10s this week. But, yeah, I feel like that was a good, good candid chat today. Um, But like I said earlier, I also want to know if you would pay to go to Coachella. I feel like that's a good question to ask. Um, But until... Next week, when we chat with you guys at the same time in the same place. Bye, guys. Happy listening.